You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCCW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Extension Hour. I'm Amy Rustler, County Extension Agent, Family and Community Health. And this is Extension Hour. We talk about all kinds of things related to Extension, our people, our programs, our partnerships. And we've got some great partners with us in the room today. We have um, several folks from Motivation Education Training. So MET is the acronym for it. So throughout the show, we'll be saying MET a lot. And I guess if you're not familiar with what that is, then it um, can sound kind of strange when you talk about, well, MET does this and MET does that. Um, Because we we do that a lot in Extension as well. Like, you know, we have a lot of acronyms or um, even terms that we talk about that we think that everybody understands because we understand, but sometimes we don't. So I'm rambling. It's time to get started with the with the show. So um, you know what, though, before we do that, so like I said, it's Extension Hour. We talk about some of the things that are going on. And one of the things that people just love about Extension and all the things that we do is our Master Gardener program. Um, they We've got like a two, 460 volunteers who are Master Gardeners. Um, they do some wonderful work. They work, um, there's lots of demonstration gardens around our office, and then they do a lot of community outreach as well. So just put on your calendar. March 14th is one of their next uh, community outreach events, and that's um, they do a Saturday series of classes. So they do one class 8 to 10, another class 1030 to 1230, Small fee, $5 per session or $8 for both. So you get a deal there that covers the cost of materials, hands-on supplies, and refreshments. Um, So March 14th is going to be the next one. And the first session is going to be must do, should do, and don't do in your garden. Because sometimes it's hard to know where to... Where to start? What, what am I supposed to do? So these are the things you have to do. These are the things you should do. And these are the things that you should not do. Um, and then the second session is going to be attracting bees, butterflies, and other pollinators. Because um, lots of folks, that's one of the reasons why they even want to have a garden. So um, if you were interested in that, you can call the Extension Office to sign up. Um, 936-539-7824. Also, the Master Gardeners have a great website. Very informational, informative. Um Montgomery County Master Gardener Association. So their acronym is mcmga.com. So all those are listed on there. And then the next thing that comes up for them on March 28th is what people love to come to, which is our spring plant sale. Um, So they'll have a presentation at 8, and then the sale actually starts at uh, 9. It goes until noon or until... They run out of things, which um, they have some wonderful plants. Um, They do a really good job. Some of them are actually grown there on site, and then some of them are brought in. But the ones that are brought in are ones that the Master Gardeners know work really well in the Montgomery County area. So the Met folks are kind of looking at me like, okay. (laughs) All right, so Motivation Education Training Incorporated. They do lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of things. Um, but we have three programs represented here, or actually four, because Denise, you're actually representing two different programs, right? I have actually three, uh, okay. but two of them do the same exact thing. Okay. All right. So go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit about so, your background. Uh, my name is Denise Wyatt. I'm the operations manager for uh, our home visiting programs and our parent course, which is Abriendo Puertas, Opening Doors in English. And uh, the two parenting courses are uh, for home visiting, are the Texas Home Visiting and the HOPES program. And HOPES is Healthy Outcomes Through Prevention and Early Support. 
Another one of those acronyms. Yes. <laughs> one of those long acronyms <laughs> that I have to really think about uh, what it stands for. Um, and a little bit about myself, I've actually worked uh, under within all three programs before mm-hmm. I became the operations manager. I've actually held every position that I oversee. Yeah. Uh, so it was a different aspect that was coming into uh, where I could kind of relate to a lot of the staff. Mm-hmm. So that's been a, a different uh, culture change for the office because getting support uh, for an individual that has actually done everything that everybody has done. So that's been exciting for me and yeah. the staff. Mm-hmm. So, um, but one thing, I guess, from my background, I come from early childhood. I first was a parent uh, for uh, early Head Start. And um, I started venturing into getting uh, my degree. So I went from early childhood to psychology and then now project management. So just a lot of things in work. So a lot of things have changed for me. So um, just excited. Okay. We're glad to have you, Denise. Thank you. All right. Carrie. I was about to call you Kathy, (laughs) Kathy's coworker. Does that happen to you guys often? Do you like? No, no? not (laughs) (laughs) So my name is Carrie Valderez, and I'm the program specialist for the CSEP program, which is Senior Community Service Employment Program. Another acronym. Exactly. <laughs> um, and we help the older um, workers build the experience and confidence they need to help sustain permanent employment. Um, and we do that through a series of process. Like they First, we would qualify them, um, and then we would get their background history and see what skills they have versus the skills that they lack, and then that would help us determine what host agencies we would utilize to help these individuals get the training skills that they need that's hindering them from finding um, work in today's work environment. All right. And then how did you come to work for uh, MET? Um, What's your background? Actually, um, I I visited a local library one day, and um, the librarian's like, hey, I think you would be good at this job. You need to contact this lady. Mm -hmm. And I think she even (laughs) told me her name was Cindy, and I called, and that's actually my supervisor now. And by the grace of God, they liked me, and I liked them, and it worked out, and here we are. Awesome. So what did you do before you came to MET? I was in the dental field for quite some time. Okay. So So it's it's been a change. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Sometimes that happens. (laughs) All right. Valerie. Okay. Um, my name is Valerie Stewart, um, senior. I recently got married this year. Congratulations. In 2019. Um, I am the director at um, Willis Head Start Center. Um, at Head Start, we provide services, Head Start services for children three to five years of age, and um, mostly from low income and um, at risk backgrounds. So, um, we're able to enhance their um, their Head Start experience. We offer um, social emotional development, um, preschool curriculum. Um, we offer family services and health services. So um, our goal is to mostly, um, you know, strengthen the whole family as a whole. Right. So, and then a little bit more about you, your background. Um, my background, I, I found Head Start, I should say, um, by enrolling my child. I was a parent first, and so I was there volunteering every day, um, basically. And they were like, you're here every day anyway. Why don't you come to work for us? So um, that's what I did. And um, I was actually in the medical field prior to that, and I was just I was telling her about it earlier. Um, so um, I was like, education isn't what I wanted to do. Um, it wasn't in my path, I didn't think at all, until I um, just fell in love with the program. 
And so um, they really helped my, my child out a lot. And um, now um, my child actually has um, learning disabilities. And now um, with the early intervention that we got from Head Start, he is he graduated with a year scholarship to Lone Star. And now he decided he's going to join the Army. So he's in the Army now. But he's overcame all the obstacles, you know, so many obstacles in his life. And I know for a fact it wouldn't have been possible without Head Start and without the, the resources and the early intervention that we received from the program. Mm. And so that's where my heart's at and still is. Yeah. So you several years ago, you said you started volunteering. And then uh -huh. you, how long have you been employed with uh um, the 23rd of February makes 18 years. All right. So yes. you're, she's a veteran, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm just a little shy behind her. <laughs> oh, so how long have you been with Matt? Well, to, to be honest, like I said, I started as a parent, mm -hmm. and uh, I started in 2010, but then after having my third child, uh, I took a little break mm -hmm. and then came back. Yeah. So it'll be 10 years uh, if I'm counting all the time left. But currently, I've been back for five. Wow. And then you're pretty new, right, Carrie? I am. I yeah. started in June. <laughs> all right. So, you know, and I think uh, Matt does some really wonderful things. So we're talking just about a few programs mm -hmm. that they have. Um, lots of federal grants. So they're pretty much all federal grants, right? Uh, or do they have no, other stuff? No, my uh, programs are actually state-funded. Okay. Yes. Uh, so we're probably the smallest group of the state funded. I okay. don't think mostly everybody is uh, federally funded. So, and, and basically most of the programs are with um, are, are grant-based, right? Grant -based. Right. So they take in yes. a lot of um, different programs, they administer them, and I think that the interesting thing, and I think all of you have kind of touched on this a little bit, they really are serving families to help families make yes. their lives better. Mm -hmm. um, of course, that's one of the things we do in Extension. We help people, we help Texans make their lives better. Right. And then I do family and community health, so I think that that's a really nice... Um, connection there and that's one of the things I'm one of the reasons why I really um, enjoy working with Matt and, and great great people I yes. think so I'm glad you guys <laughs> yes. are here today yes. all right so we're going to talk uh, a little bit more in depth about um, the each of these programs so um, we'll visit some about how to get involved in those because we're talking quite an age range here so young ones to older adults so there's um, something a little bit something for everybody um, we'll also kind of leave uh, folks with some some good parenting tips some good tips for um, living an active lifestyle through the older years and those kinds of things mm -hmm. have lots of great information but we are going to take a little bit of a break and we'll be back in just a, a couple of minutes and we'll talk more in depth about these things see you in a minute we have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtoplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. 
A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Welcome back to the Extension Hour. I'm Amy Ressler. I've got three beautiful ladies in the room with me today. We're talking about some of the programs that Met offers, so motivation, education, training, because what we do here on the Extension Hour is we talk about our people, our programs, and our partnerships, and we do partner with um, all of several of the Met programs. So I think that we've done something with, with all of you guys that are in the room here today. Um, but let me tell you a little bit about some of the other things that are going on in Extension. Um, so before the break, we talked about the Master Gardener Association, their um, Saturday classes, their upcoming spring plant sale on March 28th. Um, the Agriculture Department is also doing a lot of really great stuff. Um, so one that we're really excited about, I mean, we're always excited about all of the programs that we do. So, um, but there's this one in particular um, that's been a long time scheduling because um, the speaker is in really high demand. She covered all of Texas um, and it's, it's, it's kind of a hot topic among landowners um, or people who want to be landowners. And so this, um, it's a workshop called Owning Your Piece of Texas, Key Laws Landowners Need to Know. And so um, the, um, the guest speaker is uh, Tiffany Dowell-Lashman, and she is with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, but she's an ag agriculture law specialist. So she's going to kind of go through all the legal aspects of um, owning land. Um, a lot of people are interested in how to get agricultural exemptions. Um, and often they'll call our office thinking that we can give those to them. And um, so she's going to talk a little bit about how those all work. Um, anyway, so that's going to be on March 16th. It's uh, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's going to be at the Lone Star Convention Center and Expo Center. So that's actually like right across the street from our office. Um, but, so that address is 9055, so 9055 Airport Road. Um, there will be a couple other speakers, too. There's going to be Kyle Baum of Mars, Ellis, and Hodge out of Austin, and then Dr. Blake Bennett, who is an agri-life specialist from the Dallas area. So there's a there's a registration fee for that to cover all of the materials and the meals and that kind of thing. So $75. Again, that's on March 16th of 2020. Um, we're looking forward to that. So um, also pesticide applicators, so they have to maintain continuing education units to be able to keep their applicator license. And so there's a private uh, pesticide applicator class that's going to happen um, at the extension office on uh, Tuesday, April 23rd, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And that'll be at the extension office. And then that's across the street from Lone Star Convention Center, which is 9020 Airport Road. Um, and then heart, the, the art of horsemanship. So we talked a little bit about acronyms that we use a lot. Um, art. A-R-T, Art of Horsemanship. So that stands for Attention, Respect, and Trust. And that's going to actually be out in the Willis area. That'll be at the Willis Arena at um, 13551 Rogers Road. And that will be on Saturday, April 18th, 2020. So any of these things that we talk about in the Extension Hour, 
anybody is listening, has uh, questions, wants more information, you can always call our office. We actually have a few different numbers that we use. The 936-539-7825 is the one that I'm most familiar with. Um, but it's got a menu system that'll get you to any of our departments. And don't worry about if you get, uh, you know, don't w- know which department to choose because usually we can get you to the right person eventually. Mm-hmm. All right. So blah, 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 blah. Lots of lots of stuff going on. Um, but there's lots of stuff going on with you guys, too. So you just had a recent um, family community coalition event. event yeah. yeah. Actually, it's today from uh, 9 to 1 at the Grangerland uh, Community Center. I don't know the address. Uh, it's okay. My head. By the time this airs, people are not going to, it's going to be fast. But you guys do that fairly often. Yes, every quarter. Okay. Uh, so I believe the next one may be sometime at the beginning of summer. All right. And that's open to all families that yes, are interested? Yes, it's actually a community event. So uh, we pick an area to host, uh, to focus on wellness and health. Uh, like right now, uh, we have the. Christus Mobile uh, Health Van. I mm-hmm. think they have that out at our event right now. Uh, we try to get a dental van, uh, some free haircuts. So we do various things uh, focus on wellness and health uh, mm-hmm. for the families in the community. And it's open to any family, right? It is right? open to any family within that community. Okay. So, and then often it's families that are also participating in, in our programs. Our program, yes. But it's a good way to find out a little bit more about, about our programs, the programs yes. and what's happening. And, the, and our partners, uh, agencies also, because I believe you guys are out there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike's out there with the blender bike. Blender, it's like it's, it's this bicycle that's on a um, stand, sort of. It's like the... We used to have one that was like literally a real bicycle, and it was just on a stand. Um, but then we got an uh, a updated one that only has one wheel, and then the, the backside is stable. And that way it makes it, yeah, more stable. And it's uh, got a blender attached to it. So it's, you know, some kind of contraption where from the wheel to the, well, the base. And so the base, you put the blender on the base, and um, as you... Uh, pedal. pedal yeah. It turns this little thing that turns the blade in the blender so you can make little smoothies in the blender bike. <laughs> it's cool. It is really cool. Know, it's we've really had cool. it out at a few events. I the kids love it. Even that. the parents. Mm-hmm. They yeah. think it's interesting. They, it's, it's really nice. Yeah. You, you know, it's kind of funny because it's a little unrealistic, right? You're not going to have a blender bike at home and that's not going to be how you make your smoothies. But it's just, it's a good attention getter and it's a good reinforcement physical activity, good nutrition, all those kinds of things. We usually have them out at Kids Fest. We have that at Kids Fest. And you guys will be at Kids Fest as well. Um, April 25th. Am I saying the right date? I should look that up ahead of time. So (laughs) April 25th, 2020, uh, right here in downtown Conroe, we'll have uh, Kids Fest. And uh, yeah, that usually brings like 10 to 15,000 people. Uh, And like the whole Met crew yes. is out there usually almost, almost every a bit of every program potential kind of program thing. all right so right. let's talk a little bit more about your program so texas home visiting opening doors opening doors and the hopes program okay so uh both texas home visiting hopes program are voluntary uh, home visiting uh classes for parents which uh early childhood professional comes into the home on a regular basis mm-hmm. usually is about twice a month uh, to schedule visits with the mom to build their parenting skills, to talk about their issues and concerns and their milestones, where the children should be developmentally. Uh, we offer support as far as referrals, uh, getting them access to community uh, partners uh, in case of a referral, or even if the family is just in need of just getting connected with another community partner, we try our best to have them uh, get that, make that connection. 
Um, but we do focus on the, the child's development mm -hmm. and the parenting skills. So most of that is just the parent educator in there as a guide mm -hmm. to help the mom uh, to educate the child uh, before they enter school. So that's mm -hmm. why we serve between zero and five. And on some cases, uh, we do serve some six-year-olds, but it's based if they haven't started kindergarten. So once they mm -hmm. meet that kindergarten requirement, uh, we don't. So we transition our families out okay. into the ISD. And it's, it's, so it's preschool, so before can children go to school, yes. it's helping to make sure that they're ready. And literally, it's a an educator comes yes, to educator. the family, to the home, so that's why it's Texas home, home visit. visiting, um, and, and just kind of helps the parents become a better teacher because better teacher. the parent is the first teacher of their most influential of, teacher at that. <laughs> most yes. definitely, yes. And so this, so used to Head Start had um, a home-based program, right? right? And then the Texas Home Visiting kind of um, took the place of that. Um, well, here in Montgomery County. Okay. Yeah. So here in Montgomery County, County. Yeah. yes. Some they other still places have, still uh, have home it. educators. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, family educators mm -hmm. at, at the center. So, but uh, same thing. Uh, the same concept. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, being a parent, there's no, mm -hmm. like, guide on how to be a parent. There's not a manual no. that they send you home, you know, from the hospital with that tells you what to do. You know, when this happens, do this. When this happens, do this. Mm, no. So it can, be, it can be a struggle, and it can be, um, you know, it, it's, it's a beautiful, wonderful thing, but it also can be really stressful having this, this little tiny human that you are completely responsible for. Exactly. So Texas Home Visiting gives a, a really great support yes. for families. Yes, we do. We, we try our very best. Um, and we try to uh, cater the visits to what the parents really want. Uh, so the first 10 sessions are kind of planned out for the families just to kind of get them familiar with the curriculum, which is uh, parents as teachers, mm -hmm. and it's an evidence-based program that's internationally known. Um, so we are currently using that curriculum mm -hmm. to go out into the homes. Um, so an evidence-based program means... You know, it it's, works. Yes, it's worked it works. in other places. Yes. yes. It's so nobody's being like a guinea <laughs> no, pig. It's no. not like, <laughs> you know, the latest information from the Internet that no. you should try with your kid. It's actually things that have worked. Yes. All right. So, um, you, and I, I, sorry, I interrupted. I just no, wanted to make fine. sure that um, <laughs> evidence-based is one of those things that uh, we, we understand what it, what it really what it is. Means, yes, so, yes. educator comes to the parent. Gives them uh, great information. Gives them information. Like I said, that it's all based on and tailored to the family's needs uh, and their wants. So if mom wants to talk about uh, literacy, that's what the parent educator will focus on, literacy. Mm -hmm. So it's just gradually moving that family on to having a better understanding of the child's development so that they are school ready once it comes time. Yeah. So, um, and then... Our Abrindo Puertas Opening Doors program is that 10-week parenting course we offer. Mm -hmm. uh, it's most, uh, one of our fairly newest programs. Uh, it's been around for about two years now. Uh, so that program, we kind of use that as uh, an, a platform for parents to actually discuss uh, the child's development, uh, their the, their cultural backgrounds, uh, the things that influence them as a parent. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a dialogue-based class. We have a facilitator who is there to facilitate the classes. They have topics that they go off of, but the parents are there to learn from each other and uh, talk about their experiences and how that changes and implements uh, the way they implement uh, things within their home. Uh, and then just teaching them best practices. Okay. Also, they're learning from each other. So 
Sort of like the Texas Home Visiting, mm-hmm. but it's a, so the parents come to a, a, a location. location. Yes. yes. So we use a lot of our host agencies like AgriLife, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and we set out calendars when we're going to be in an area. We try to offer English and Spanish classes. So um, flyers usually go out. We use advertising on our Facebook page and several other things. So And we ever have, like, some host agents say, hey, we have X amount of our clients that are uh, that qualified for the program. So as long as they have a child... Uh, zero to five, they can qualify for this program, which is completely free also, too. All right. It's an awesome, awesome programs. You've got a couple of more that you want to talk about. It's very similar to Head Start as well. So um, we're going to talk a little bit more about those kinds of things. And then we'll also get into the opportunities for the older adults. But I, you know, was on a roll talking about all, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take another break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is the Extension Hour here every Friday, one to One to two. I almost said one to five. I'm making up stuff. All right, time for a break. (laughs) See you in a minute. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. And welcome back to the Extension Hour. I'm Amy Ressler, and I, I'm like on a roll today, just like blah, 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 <laughs> talking about kinds of things. We've got a lot of great programs that we're talking about with the uh, Motivation Education Training, also known as MET Incorporated, um, because they are uh, one of our partners that we work a lot with. And um, so we've been visiting with um, Denise Wyatt and talked a little bit about Texas Home Visiting we touched on Abundo Cortes and I, doors. yes, <laughs> opening doors. You know, I try really hard not to butcher it because I think okay. that it really is an awesome program and yeah. I don't like to, to um, you know, misrepresent it or, or make it sound like it's trivial because it really is great. It's yeah. just, you know, I'm not very good at speaking Spanish. <laughs> but so, all right, with that um, title, classes are spoken, are taught in Spanish? In Spanish, uh, yes, and we offer the class in English also. Okay. So, so they can be taught in both languages. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. And you said that uh, program is how many weeks? Ten weeks. And people come to a specific, a specific location? center, uh, preferably a host agency mm-hmm. like AgriLife. Uh, we have Conroe ISD, which we recently just partnered with mm-hmm. to host some classes for some of their parents. Um, and it's still open up to the community. So usually if we have a class in that area, and it's just we try to help the parents get to the closest class to them. So um, we try to do them in cohorts. So we'll do a few classes in Conroe for a while, and then we'll change it around. We'll go to Splendora. Mm-hmm. So we try to touch on the, uh, the county and based off the needs. We have a high need in Conroe, so we're frequently in Conroe. Right. And then there's 10 weeks. It's like literally weeks, yeah, same time every week. Same time. Uh, you would get a planned out agenda already. So mm-hmm. the parents, the first day of class, they will already know 
the exact schedule, the location. It'll be on a calendar for them so the parents will know the exact time. And then we give follow-up appointments, like we'll call and like, hey, don't forget, you know, yeah. uh, about the class. But other than that, it's completely voluntary. So if the parents decide not to show up, that, that is a choice that they have. And then what, what do parents get for attending uh, the classes? For attending the classes, we do uh, stipends for child care. So we give them uh, $20 uh for child care mm-hmm. so that they can arrange for someone to take care of their child while they're in a class. Uh, and we do a gas a stipend, so $10 to be reimbursed them for their travel. Great, so, great. So, and that's every re- session. Yes, for every session. That's in addition to getting in addition awesome to getting all information. This information. <laughs> yes, yes, that helps them be better parents. Um, yeah, because um, like I said before, I mean, it's parenting is a hard job. Yes. And um, some of us are are really good at it. Some of us struggle a bit more, but even the ones that are really good at it, there's always still struggles that come up. So being able to interact with others is really helpful as well. And it gives the parents a a chance to kind of mingle with other parents because you see a lot of stay-at-home moms Mm -hmm. have that struggle of like they don't feel like they're connecting with anybody. They're only communicating with a a little person. So (laughs) they're like, oh, I'm just talking to this, you know, my kid. And it's like, I haven't talked to an adult in a long time. So you get a lot of that in the class. They're like, oh, I really want to talk to somebody. (laughs) So you get a lot of conversation going in class. Uh, A lot of... um, the parents working together and even starting their own support groups amongst mm-hmm. the class. You have parents that, uh, till today, they've been in sessions over a year ago, and there's yeah. some of them are still meeting up to have play dates because they didn't ha- know that there was somebody that lived about five miles from that had a kid mm-hmm. the same age or that they could relate to. Yeah, that's awesome. One more program that we mentioned, HOPES. HOPES program. Acronym. Uh, <laughs> that's healthy. Outcomes through prevention and early support. That's a hard one to remember. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Uh, So it's exactly like Texas Home Visiting. The only difference is that the HOPES program uh, is for more, are more at risk uh, families. Mm -hmm. Um, And the the early childhood professionals there, they're trained to handle more of crisis situations uh, with families. Okay. All right. So that's the only main difference. Still voluntary, uh, still zero to five. All right. So what is the difference between Texas Home Visiting, Hopes, Opening Doors, and Head Start? Just the, the <laughs> I guess, the uh, the format. I guess yeah. as far as uh, we're in the home and that's, it's a center base. Okay. Yeah. So we're yeah. more home-based and more, like, in the community as mm-hmm. far as reaching out and going to the families, like, and Head Start, the families would actually come to us. Right. And Head Start's very much like a school. Right. Right. So, Valerie, tell us a little bit more about how the Head Start program works. Um, basically, um, like I said before, Head Start is for ages three to five. Um, there are early Head Start programs and child care partnership programs, and they are from um, birth to, or I think it's six weeks to, mm. to um I'm trying to think, six weeks to three. Mm-hmm. And then once they age out at three, they normally will come to us. Um, and we do offer the pregnant pregnancy services for pregnant moms as well. Um, but that's early Head Start in the CCP programs. Um, and CCP? Mm-hmm. is child care partnership okay another so that, acronym yes. <laughs> so that's like a, a, a child care center and then yes. there's additional support given so it's like a kind of a hybrid between 
quote-unquote regular child care and Head Start. Right. We, we um, go in with the Head Start, I mean, with the daycares, and um, we kind of bring them our values and our, our policies and um, not saying that, you know, the daycares weren't already good because right. they, they probably were, but we, we bring in our, our methods and, um, and our support. So, and then the Head Start program. So you just mentioned the early Head Start for the for the babies, basically, mm-hmm. and then they go to regular Head Start, and that's the one that you're most familiar with, right? Uh, as the director of Willis Head Start. Yes, um, at Willis we serve 110 families every year. Um, that's what we're funded for, and we are always fully enrolled. <laughs> so um, right now we have a, a pretty good waiting list. Um, Montgomery County has two Head Start programs. We have one in the Grangerland area, Conroe, and then um, in Willis. Mm -hmm. So, um, but as far as Head Start centers, there's eight altogether that MET is over. There's Head Start centers, you know, nationwide. Right. Um, But we have centers in Anahuac, Cleveland, Grangerland, Coots, Liberty, Sealy, and Willis. Um, in the four counties, too, um, which is Chambers, Liberty, Montgomery, and Waller. Okay. And so I would just mention, too, that we're talking um, federally funded Head Start programs. Right. Uh, some schools now are implementing Head Start or pre-K. Some of them call it Head Start as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so specifically what MET works with is the federally funded um, Head Start. So there may be other Head Starts, but the ones that, just to clarify, the ones that we're talking about today are the ones that are managed by MET. Yes. All right, so if someone's interested in Head Start and wants to get involved, how do they do that? Um, They basically would would contact us, and um, they fill an application. And um, our children are accepted on a point system. Um, Different things will give you points. Um, Income, the child's age, um, if there's any, you know, risk factors within the family, um, public assistance, um, if there's abuse, drug addictions, things like that, all that kind of stuff gives them points and will help that child get into our program so that we can we can strengthen that family. So these are generally families that have significant challenges one way or another, and it's just helping get those children. Um, and we call it Head Start, but it's really just kind of helping them get the support that they might not get otherwise so that they are ready to start school, right? Absolutely. So it's not a daycare? It's not a daycare. Mm-hmm. We are a literacy-based program. Um, we bring reading in as much as we can, um, all the way from your in one of your programs. The um, I keep changing the name of it. Oh yeah, family program. The family's reading every day. Father's reading every day. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but family's reading every day. Mm-hmm. Um, from that, and we have another reading program um, through. Bentwater that um, they come in, their seniors come in and they read to our kids uh, four days a week. So, um, and that is called the CARS program. But uh, we, we bring in literacy, we bring in reading, and and we know that if we can start that child off with a love of reading, their whole educational career is going to be stronger. And um, we are very structured. We A, a lot of um, kids don't get that at home, so when they come to us, um, it's kind of a shock to them, but um, we have, you know, all of our teachers have advanced degrees, um, and 
in early childhood or a related build. And so um, they're all very good and, and good at getting them where we need them to be um, pretty quickly. Um, our curriculum, you know, it does, it, it's a curriculum, but it's not, that's why I say we're not daycare because we are very structured. Um, so we have a schedule. The kids can tell you, you come into my center, and, and Amy has been there, <laughs> and um, the kids can tell you what's going to happen next. They know exactly throughout the day what, what they're doing. And so um, that kind of narrows down that time for the idle, you know, the idle play, which leads to, you know, behavior problems and things like that. We, um, we're very fortunate um, that we don't, at my center, we don't have a whole lot of that, that, you know, this year especially. But if we were to run into significant issues, you know, behavior challenges with children, we offer also uh, mental health services and, you know, health services to help help get that child on the right track before they start school. Yeah, because I've noticed the times that I have been there, there's lots of, um, you have other services that are coming in to um, yes. help with the children. So whatever it is that their needs are, um, you guys have like dental services even, yes. like sometimes you have a dental check day and, and that kind of thing. So it's mm-hmm. addressing all kinds of things that the kids might need. Right. Um, we have like, if let's say a child comes in and we, we feel that they have a speech impediment or something like that, we do referrals immediately. Because like I said before, earlier invention is everything. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely my goal as, as the director there because like I said, my son is is amazing and not saying he wouldn't have been without head start but i do know that they really did help and so um that's why my heart's here so you were able to identify some of those things early and he's a great success story of what head start can do yes that early intervention it's everything it's everything and i i know we could probably talk about um, all kinds of success stories and um, families that have done really well with the head start program children who have done well because of that um and we have some other things to talk about as well because, like I said, there's so many great programs that we've done. And, Carrie, we need to hear from you and your okay. program. But before we do that, we're going to take another break. Um, you're listening to the Extension Hour. We're here on Fridays, 104.5, 106.1, IRLoneStar.com. And, you guys, this is podcast. So it's recorded and it's put on like YouTube and Apple Play and Google Play. And so, um, you know, if someone wants to know more about any of these programs, they can go back and listen to the segment that talked about it and um, go, oh, yeah, that's what they said. And I do want to get involved. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. From the beginning, the main purpose of the Cooperative Extension Service has been to change human behavior by teaching people how to apply the results of scientific research. By utilizing a holistic, multi-level approach, Extension Family and Community Health Programs encourage health and well-being for everyone, addressing values, concerns, and needs with reliable science-based information. Extension programs help people lead healthier lives. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Welcome back. 
Extension Hour, People Programs, Partnerships. That's what we talk about here, all kinds of things that we do in Extension. Uh, we've mentioned a little bit about the Master Gardeners, a little bit about the stuff that's going on in agriculture, um, some of the things that are happening in 4-H right now. This is kind of stock show season, so there's lots of major stock shows um, happening. The Montgomery County Fair is about to happen, and so that's one of the things that a lot of uh, 4-H members participate in. But then also in the spring, we get into a lot of the um, other contests that are not um, – animal-related projects. So some of them sort of are, but public speaking, um, there's food show, food challenge, fashion show, um, quiz bowls. Like, there are so many things that you can do in 4-H, and um, this is a great time to learn more about that. So you can always call our office to learn more about that. They also have an awesome website, montgomerycounty4h.tamu.edu. Wonderful uh, Facebook page, great information on that. Um, and then some things that we're doing in family and community health. You mentioned the FRED project, so we're getting ready to mm -hmm. um, do that again. It's families reading every day. Got to catch myself on the acronyms. <laughs> Another one that happens in the uh, spring that I love so much is the Walk Across Texas. Um, so it'll start, what we say is honor about April 1st. Because this year, like, April 1st is a Wednesday. And, you know, maybe you don't want to start your team on a Wednesday. You want to start them on the Sunday before, Sunday after. It's a great thing about what we do in Montgomery County is we keep it pretty flexible because we just really want a lot of people to participate in. Um, so that's, like, not for marathon runners. That is literally for um, becoming more physically active. So walk across Texas April 1st. You'll hear more about that in the future. And then another thing that's going to happen that I want everybody to put on their calendar is the Community Help Expo. And this is um, sponsored by Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service and then also the Behavioral Health and Suicide Prevention Task Force. So you talked a little bit about Head Start, and I think some of the things that you mentioned too, a lot of that has to do with uh, behavioral health and suicide prevention in some cases um, as well. So this Community Help Expo is going to talk about all kinds of things that um, help people um, relate to that. We'll have a guest speaker. It's Kevin Hines. He's one of the few people who have survived jumping off of the Golden Gate Bridge. It's a very powerful oh, wow. story. So um, that'll be that night at 630. Before that, we'll have some breakout sessions, a little bit about working with children with challenges and, and that kind of thing. There'll be several of those. Um, but Again, more information that in the future. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about the CSEP program. Oh All right, Carrie, you ready? What does CSEP stand for? <laughs> I did it, I did it. It stands for Senior Community Service Employment Program. Awesome. And the purpose of our program is to help individuals who are 55 and older and are lacking skills to get back in today's work environment. And we do that by, um, at, once we qualify them, they do have to be 55 and older. It is income-based. We take these individuals, um, do different assessments with them, it, which is going to help us determine what skills they need versus the ones they lack. And then we um, partner with our host agencies, which is always going to be a government agency or a nonprofit as well. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to place them at these host agencies where they're going to get the training that they need to get back in today's workforce. As well as um, we also help them with um, building their resume, gaining confidence. So we have different um, events like um, resume building, job readiness, different workshops and things like that. And like uh, Denise was saying earlier, when they have individuals in their program, um, how they work with others in the community, like for referral mm -hmm. resources. If we have individuals come in and, you know, we realize that they don't have the attire, you know, to dress professional to go to an interview, we'll, ref you know, send them out to someone who can help them with that. So we mm -hmm. try to not only build their skills as far as the working environment, but their confidence as mm -hmm. well. And the, the ultimate goal is to help them find long-term employment. That is correct. 
And by doing that, so they, they build skills partnering with these with different agencies so that um, the, the cool thing about that is whoever's employing them for the um, time to learn the skills, they don't have to pay for it, right? Correct. They are, they are paid at minimum wage. The participants are allowed to train 16 hours a week. Um, and like you were saying, it's a great place when we place them at the host agencies because it's a great opportunity when the host agencies are training our participants well, while you're providing them this great training and making them become this great potential employee for you, they're at arm's reach if you would be interested in hiring them and helping them find unsubsidized employment. And that opens up doors for us to be able to help other individuals throughout the community. Right. And anyone who's interested can contact us at 281-622-1913. Our office here in Conroe is located in the Workforce Center. Okay. Um, so, in, so we're talking about making contact we talked about motivation, education, training, um, and you just gave a phone number. But there, do you have different phone numbers for different we, programs? We yes. do, um, but our, you can contact any of our uh, intake lines, and the one I'll give out is the 832-318-4400. Uh, again, that's 832-318-4400, uh, and you can contact regarding any of our uh, programs as far as abriendo puertas, opening doors, the home visiting, uh, and the, the person would be able to get you to whatever department you need to. And I've even sometimes Googled motivation education yes. training and mm -hmm. found um, how to get a hold of and And yes, also, and you can visit the website. yeah, I learned mm -hmm. a lot about some of the other programs that you do as well. But, you know, sometimes when we're setting up the FRED program, um, I'm trying to contact the um, Head Starts, and I can't remember, I can't figure out where I put the sticky note where I place the, the number. And so I'll go look at that, and that helps me find it too. Because mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking with, with Head Start, so I've, I've looked for that before, and there's others that are on there too. Right. So, um, if you're looking for particularly this one, it's important to um, look for the MET one, right? Right. Yeah, the, the MET Head Start. And our number in Willis is 936-856-4810. Um, the Granger Land Head Start is 936-231-2595. Um, so those are both of our Montgomery County Head Start centers. Um, you can call us anytime, um, just make an appointment to an application, to fill an application. Um, also, the, wet, the MET Inc. website mm -hmm. um, is a great way to um, see what, what everything that MET has, has to offer. Um, you can go on there and it shows you a lot about the Head Start programs, early Head Start programs, um, and every program we've talked about here today. So it's metinc.org. Mm -hmm. M-E-T, Motivation Education Training, uh, Inc., I-N-C, yes. I-N-C, yeah, M-E-T-I-N-C. All right. So, Denise, what do you think is the best thing about Texas Home Visiting? Uh, that, um, that we're passionate about our families that we serve. Yeah, I would say that about, I think, all of the MET programs. Mm -hmm. I think you guys are passionate people, for sure. Yes. Uh, what's the best thing about HOPES? <laughs> and opening doors? Um, I really think that uh, out of all the parenting courses I've ever heard of or experienced, uh, it just brings a different dynamic. Uh, you, you find like you, you filled like a, a, a gap for the families as far as mm -hmm. building those relationships between the parent and the child. You start to uh, uncover uh, some of the things why parents parent the way they do, mm -hmm. and you help them be able to see that hey, some of the things that you do aren't wrong, uh, mm -hmm. but how is it affecting your relationship? 
with your child. So I, I think it opens up a different uh, avenue for parents to look at the way they parent. So I think that's one of the best reasons. Okay. Carrie, best thing um, about CSEP? What's not the best thing is the question. <laughs> um, really, I think it's helping these older individuals when they come to us, a lot of them, they don't have the self-confidence mm -hmm. and they have a lot of self-doubt. And once they get the training after we help them, you know, go through the program and just to see them light up, like, oh my goodness, I, I did do this. I am doing this. And, mm -hmm. you know, when they call you and say, hey, thanks, I got, you know, I got a job here. I start, so I'm no longer going to be on the program because you cannot work and be on our program mm -hmm. at the same time. Just really watching them, overcome their fears and, and realize it's not over. Yeah. And that, so that reminds me too, I mentioned that the show's podcast, there was a, and I don't remember the exact date, but there was a time that we had, we brought in several of the participants of CSEP and some of the host agencies. And we talked about that. So um, if anybody's interested in more information about that, that I think that that was a really good example of the variety of opportunities that are available and then some really inspiring stories about the successes of the program as well. I agree. All right. Head start. What's the best thing? Um, I think the best start, um, best thing, the head start is getting um, the children prepared for kindergarten and for their educational careers and helping the families um, understand it's important. Um, we, we create that first love of school and um, the school environment, and um, we just want our kids to continue to love learning. And so I think that we, we set that foundation, and I think that that is one of the most important things. Right. So like I said, one of the things we do in Extension is helping Texans make their lives better. But I really, what uh, MET does is help people make their lives better in a variety yes. of ways across the lifespan. We're talking about really young ones and we're talking about our older adults. Um, and MET has some stuff for everybody in between as well. Yes. So there's lots of, lots of opportunities. All right, one more time. Phone number. 832-318-4400. Uh, all right, and then also we our number at the extension office, 936-539-7825. And I, I can find it, too. It may take me a little bit, but I can find <laughs> the numbers to, to help you get um, in contact with any of these programs. Thank you guys so much for being here today. I, you know, we kind of it's a nice little um, overview of several of the great programs, and um, it's always nice to have folks from MET here with us because, <laughs> like I said, we consider you guys our people and our partners, and you help us do programs as well because we we uh, work with you a lot on a lot of different things. And um, so we're here every Friday, 1 to 2, and... I'm almost running out of time, so I'm going to wrap it up. We'll be mm -hmm. back next week with more great information. And like I said, you can go back and watch YouTube, uh, Apple Play, all those things. Thanks for being here this afternoon. It was great seeing you. Take care. <laughs>